Welcome to the Strategic Leader Podcast, a program all about transforming minds and developing leaders. Our goal is to challenge your thinking, expand your vision, and awaken the emerging leader in you. Now, here is your leadership mentor and coach, and the host of the Strategic Leader Podcast, Brian Holmes. Welcome, everyone, to episode number 117 of the Strategic Leader Podcast. My name is Brian Holmes, and great to have you with us. We're gathering leaders, that's right, from all over the world in this great community, and we're focusing on personal and leadership development. It's going to be an especially challenging show today as we are looking at 10 questions you must answer if you want 2016 to be a breakout year for you and yours. I'm looking forward to doing it with you. Let's get started. Well, it's a new year, and no doubt you are hopeful and you are optimistic and you are looking forward as you focus in on your goals and dreams for this new season. I've said recently on the program that I believe that in spite of all the challenges we're presently facing in our world, opportunities abound. And for those who believe, really believe, and are willing to stretch themselves, This should be, and I believe can be, one of the greatest seasons in our life. So how do we ensure that 2016 is not a repeat of 2015? How can we really move the bar? How can we set a new standard? How can we rise above the status quo? That's what leadership's really all about. How can we as individuals take our lives and our leadership to a level we've never experienced before? That's what I want to talk about on the program today. And specifically, I want to pose 10 questions that I believe must be individually processed and answered, really, if you and I are going to experience a breakthrough, a breakout, a record-setting year. I hope you're ready to explore those. I believe it will be insightful, thought-provoking, and I believe will change your life If you will but apply these principles, let's do it. And let's do it right now. An ancient Chinese proverb says this, he who asks a question is a fool for five minutes. And he who does not ask a question remains a fool forever. Goodness gracious, that's unbelievable. Think about it. He who asks a question is a fool for five minutes. He who does not ask a question remains a fool forever. Let me say it like this. Change requires movement. Movement requires action. Action requires commitment. Commitment requires that a decision be made. Well, decisions require information. In fact, dependable, trustworthy information. And having that information requires that questions be asked. For you and I to see significant progress in our lives in 2016, let's just be honest. Something has to change. 
It's been said how many thousands of times that to continue doing the same things over and over and over again and expecting a different result is, by definition, insanity. One plus one always turns out to be two. And as long as we're introducing the same variables into the equation, we're going to come out with the same sum total. And using our example about change and movement and commitment, decisions, information, and questions, I think we can deduce, in short, that change really begins when we ask the right questions. I've coached hundreds of people over the last number of years, and in my coaching practice, I rely on questions. I don't claim to have all the answers, but I believe that if we ask the right questions, the the answers exist. They're there. And we rely and we utilize questions to reveal the truth that lies beneath the visible or perceivable circumstance. In other words, we have a reality that's provided to us by our current circumstance. We have a reality that, uh, that is our environment. But somewhere beyond the visible and the perceivable is truth that exists. And we find that truth by asking penetrating, thought-provoking, exploratory questions that open our heart in a different way and reveal to us what is possible. I ask questions often that invoke mental and emotional engagement, but my goal is to invoke that mental and emotional engagement outside of what is our day-to-day habits. Questions penetrate the veil that is the status quo. Questions. And questions peel back the curtain so that we can see the possibilities. Dr. Mike Murdoch, who I have a great appreciation for his teaching, he said this. He said, until you ask questions, your information is accidental. Gosh, that's just unbelievably powerful. Until you ask questions, your information is accidental. That's what I want to do today. I want to, I want to share with you a number of questions that, if you will thoughtfully consider and process... I really know and believe that it will cause a shift in your perspective and potentially move you to action, move you towards change, move you towards progress. I want to do that right now. So let's get started. Question number one, and this one you've heard me talk about before, who am I and why am I here? That sounds like a simple question. Well, my name is Brian Holmes and I'm here to do a podcast. Well... I'm not talking about really your name that was given to you by your birth parents. I am not really talking about necessarily the job or the career or the current vocation in which you're involved. The question begs a deeper exploration. Who am I? Why am I here? From my perspective, from my worldview, I asked it like this. What is my created purpose? Why is it that God chose to bring me into the world in this generation? Who am I? Why am I here? Am I a reformer? Am I a teacher? Am I a trainer? Am I an imparter of information and knowledge? Am I a, an agent of cultural transformation? Who am I? Why am I here? 
I believe that question could take us years to fully vet and explore, but I believe it's a question that we must ask and dive deep on and ask God even. Can you give me a broader, more incredible, more thorough revelation of who I am and why it is I'm here? What contribution am I to make in my lifetime that leaves the world a better place? Who am I and why am I here? Question number two. Now, these first two, I'm going to tell you, uh, the first two questions are things you've heard before. The rest of them, maybe not, but, but we have to go through these two. Who am I? Why am I here? And this one, number two. What do I want in 2016? If you want to have a breakout year, if you want to have a a watershed moment, if you want to have a year that you look back on and you say, my gosh, that was the turning point in my life. That was the shift. That was the, the, the season in which my life catapulted into its fullest, most incredible expression. What do you want in 2016? I truly believe if you don't articulate that and even write it down, express it, define it, specify, then you can't have it. You can't have something you've not spoken or articulated. So what do you want in your relationships? What do you want in your for your health? What do you want financially? What do you want in your career or your business? What do you want in your spiritual relationship with God? What do you want? And I'm asking you, as, as we're going through these questions, by the way, I trust you're writing them down and even taking notes on the, the categories and the things that need to be considered because I'm, I'm not just giving this to you so you can hear it. I want you to do this exercise. I want you to actually do the exercise. Who am I? Why am I here? Number two, what do you want in all of these areas of your life in 2016? Write it down. Say it out loud, specify, uh, give as much detail as comes to your mind. Whatever's in your heart, express it, put it out there. What do you want in 2016? Question number three, and here's where it gets juicy. <laughs> these, are, these are questions that if you will take the time at a heart level to explore these, I believe it will change your life. Number three, What have I accepted as normal that is actually unacceptable and self-defeating? Brian, what are you talking about? Well, let me just tell you something. Let me tell you a story. I have a friend. I won't mention names. But their guest bathroom, uh, the the hardware on top of the, the lavatory, the sink, broke. And it it was very messed up. In other words, uh, let me just put it like this. In order to turn on the cold water, you had to use a vice grip wrench that had been locked into place because the handle was broken off. The hot water didn't work at all, so they just turned the hot water off completely. And at this particular house, they would have guests over frequently. And, and you know, when the thing first broke, of course, the homeowner says, you know, we need to get this fixed. We need to call a plumber out here and get some new hardware and get it installed and and this this is not right. This is not this is not how this was designed to function or operate. But a week goes by and it just doesn't get fixed. And a month goes by and they still haven't gotten the plumber out to replace the hardware. Six months goes by, still no repair, and that the the sink is being used regularly with the vice grip and wrench and with no hot water, 
But what was truly abnormal and unacceptable became their normal, and because they embraced it and accepted it as normal, it was no longer front of mind, hey, this this ain't working right. This is not healthy. This is not how it's designed to work. This is not what it's supposed to be. But what is abnormal becomes normal when we choose not to address self-defeating, limiting issues in our lives. So what have you accepted as being normal that is actually unacceptable, abnormal, out of order, self-defeating, and limiting? What have you accepted as normal? And maybe this comes in the form of relationships or unhealthy connections. Maybe it's a job that you are miserable in, but you've you've grown accustomed to being miserable. And somehow in your unconscious mind, you've accepted, well, this is just life. It's just normal. Maybe it's hurtful or abusive relationships. Maybe it's toxic environments. Maybe it's negativity. Maybe it's just people in your life that don't know how to think or speak positive. Maybe for you it's a lack of discipline. Maybe maybe you have accepted as normal the mindset you have towards money, a mindset of lack, a mindset of scarcity, a mindset of poverty. Maybe that's just become normal to you. Maybe unhappiness or depression has become normal to you. Well, I want to submit to you that those types of things are simply unacceptable. They are not normal. Let me just say it like this. They are not what God has for your life. The scripture says that Jesus came that we might have life and have it in an abundant fashion. Our life is meant to be abundant in all of these areas, so Anything that is less than abundance-driven is less than what I can experience and know in my life. Therefore, I refuse to accept as normal anything that's unacceptable, abnormal, dysfunctional, or self-defeating. So I want you to list out things. You know what? This is something I've been putting up with forever. It's just not normal, and I will not accept it. So brings me to question number four. What am I no longer willing to tolerate? Every one of us tolerate things in our life that are keeping us from experiencing a breakout year, a breakout life. These tolerations are literally prohibiting us, paralyzing us in the areas of our potential and disallowing us to to know prosperity, to know joy, to know fulfillment, to know influence in our leadership. We tolerate things that simply do not have to be. So question number four, which ties closely to question number three, what are you no longer willing to tolerate? I'm going to ask you to list each thing. I mean, literally, write the question down, what am I no longer willing to tolerate, and begin a list, and write everything that comes to your mind. If it's the name of a person, if it's a condition, if it's an environment, if it's a if it's a job, whatever it is, I'm no longer willing to, to tolerate the status quo in this area of my life. Write it down. Question number five. What actions and or changes am I willing to take or make today? Now listen, you've identified things you've accepted as normal that are actually not normal, and you have made a list 
of things that you're no longer willing to tolerate. Now, what are you going to do about it? What change? What action? What phone call do you need to make? Uh, what letter do you need to write? What budget do you need to put together? I mean, I we can talk about finances. Uh, whatever it is, what actions or changes are you willing to take right now to shift what has been holding you back and make it something productive and positive that moves you forward in 2016. If you don't take action on your awareness of what is not right, then you cannot expect a different result in 2016. So I've gone through half of these questions. Let me review quickly. Who am I and why am I here? Number two, what do I want in 2016? Number three, What have I accepted as normal that is actually unacceptable and self-defeating? Number four, what am I no longer willing to tolerate? Number five, what actions and or changes am I willing to take or make right now? List them out. I will do this. I will make this phone call. I will take this action. I will change here. Be specific. All right, number six. Question number six. What relationships do I need in my life that I presently do not have? This is an important one. This is very important. Uh, I believe, now let me just, let me qualify this. Ultimately, I am responsible for my success in life. Secondarily, I know that God, his favor, his blessing on my life plays a huge role in that success. No question. So let's just establish those two things. But let me say this. Outside of those two suppositions and premises, the relationships that I have in my life might be the most influential part of my success. And if I'm missing some relationships that I need to move forward, I need to pursue those relationships. Maybe it's a mentor. Maybe it's a coach. Maybe it's some new friends, some new relationships. Maybe it's a mastermind group. Whatever it is, what relationships do you need in your life right now to help you get to the next level? Which ones do you need that you presently don't have? That's number six. Number seven, oh boy, this one's going to get even tougher. What relationships do I presently have in my life that I need to walk away from? Oh boy, now you've done it, Brian. Now you've brought up the the most taboo thing you could have mentioned here today. You mean I've got to... I've got to cut off some relationships. I've got to walk away. I've got to redefine something. Yes, you do. Because the relationships you have right now, in large part, are responsible for where you are in your life. And I know if you're like most people, if you're even like me, we, we don't like evaluating or even shifting or even redefining or especially walking away from relationships because we feel in some way secure in relationships, even if those relationships are detrimental to our development in our leadership, detrimental to our our progress, detrimental to our assignment in life. Sometimes these relationships simply need to be assessed and moved out of the way. And yes, I'm asking you to list, write down the names of the people that in your heart of hearts you know I cannot go to the next level in my life or my leadership if I carry these people with me. Let me just tell you, when you're ready to go to the next level, not everybody can go with you. 
So question number seven, what relationships do I presently have in my life that I need to walk away from? All right, number eight. Question number eight, do I have clearly articulated goals for 2016? And these are goals that are actionable. They're measurable. They have a timeline. They're realistic. You know, you know the drill, smart goals. But I'm asking you, do you even have legitimate, authentic, viable, clearly articulated goals written down for 2016? I've recently gone through the exercise, as I do every year, of, of thinking through and scribing, writing out my goals for 2016. I have 10 uh, major goals. And I've even gone through the process of writing out why these things are important. What, what's going to motivate me to see these things come to pass? What do I have to do? I, I've, I've really extrapolated it out because I want to have a big why for these goals, but I have written down 10 very specific goals that address every area of my life, my spiritual life, my health, my relationships, my marriage, my finances, my my business, all of these things because it is critical that you take time to be clear and to write down what it is you want and what your goals are, your targets are for the year 2016. Question number nine, do you have a personal development plan written down for 2016? Say, Brian, I don't even have a clue what that is. Do you have a a written strategy and plan for example, and it may be different for you, but for me, it's how many books will I read this year? Which books will I read this year? What conferences will I attend this year? What seminars, what online courses will I subscribe to and learn from this year? I, I have identified the two or three key areas that I personally want to grow in this year. And I have looked very carefully and very prayerfully at what are the best opportunities for me to learn? Is it online courses? Is it a conference I need to go to? Is it maybe a group I need to join, a coaching program? Is it a book I need to read? And I have identified a realistic but a stretch goal for my personal development in 2016. I submit to you that if you're not intentional about your personal development, your personal leadership development, if you don't have a plan for how you're going to get there and and even calendar those things out for the entire year, you won't do them, and consequently, you will not have grown uh, in the areas that you would like to have grown in because you didn't act on them. A plan, a strategic plan for personal development is paramount to our success and having a breakout year in 2016. So do you have a personal development plan for 2016? I encourage you, write one down. And the last question, this one might take some time for you to ponder and consider and eventually write the answer to, but think about this. You're at the end of 2016, 2016, one year down the road from today. What has to have happened for you to truly in your heart feel that you experienced a breakthrough and a breakout year? In other words, I want you to go basically one year ahead and paint a picture for me. In 2016, this happened, and this happened, and I grew in this area, and I made this much money, and I, I achieved this goal. I want you to, to describe in detail a handful of things that have to happen in 2016 
in order for you to define and describe 2016 as the breakout year for you? I want to review these one more time. Questions that you must answer, 10 questions you must answer in order to have a breakout year in 2016. Question number one, who am I and why am I here? Question number two, what do I want in 2016? And think about all the areas of your life and describe it in detail. Write the answers down. Number three, what have I accepted as normal that is actually unacceptable and self-defeating? Number four, what am I no longer willing to tolerate? List those things. Write them down. Be specific. Number five, what actions and changes am I willing to make today? Don't just talk about what you're not willing to put up with anymore or what you want to see change. Now, what, what are you willing to do right now to move the ball in that direction? Number six, what relationships do I need in my life that I presently don't have? Mentors, coaches, friends, mastermind groups, etc. Number seven, what relationships do I presently have in my life that need, I need to walk away from? Number eight, do I have clearly articulated goals for 2016? Number nine, do I have a strategic personal development plan for 2016? And I don't want you to just answer those two questions, yes or no. If the answer is no, that means let's get to work getting those things in place, right? And of course, question number 10, at the end of 2016, what has to have happened for you to believe and know you've had a serious breakthrough year in 2016. Here's my encouragement to you. We're going to provide these questions to you in our show notes. Go to brianholmes.com forward slash 117. And I'm asking you to print those up and take time. Get alone somewhere in a quiet place. Go away for a weekend if you have to. But go through these questions and consider them at a heart level. Pursue the truth that lies deep in your heart as it relates to each of these questions. I know you're a leader. I know you have immense potential, and I know that there are great things in your heart and mind that you desire to accomplish this year. But you know what? Leadership begins with you. All leadership begins with personal leadership. You cannot lead someone else where you have not been. You see, in order to lead other people in whatever sphere of influence you're operating in, you must first develop your personal leadership, your potential. You must refine and grow yourself. And this process begins with honest and thought-provoking questions, ones that make you think outside of normal, ones that foster in you the awakening of your potential and the real possibilities that are out there for you. This is what I call strategic living. It's also what I believe is strategic leadership. Well, again, for the show notes, especially for these questions, go to brianholmes.com forward slash 117. I want you to print these up. I want you to do this exercise Hit us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google+. Let us know how this process went for you. If you've got challenges, shoot them over there. We'll talk to you. We'd love to help you as you are growing, developing, and becoming 
be the strategic leader you are created to be. A couple of quick announcements for you here. Uh, we have a new posting schedule that I know I mentioned to you last week, but I want you to especially pay attention because this coming Monday will be the first time we release another podcast episode in the course of a week. We're going to have two podcast episodes being released each week in iTunes and Stitcher, and that's going to be, of course, our regularly scheduled uh, podcast each week, but also on Mondays, we're going to add a Monday Mastery Edition to our podcast feed. So here's our posting schedule. On Mondays, you'll be able to access our Monday Mastery videos on our website and on YouTube, but also access the audio uh, from your podcast subscription in iTunes or Stitcher or wherever it is that you listen to this program. So that's Mondays. On Tuesdays, we want to offer you quotes and maybe other insights that we are reading and really focused in on because they've helped us. We want to pass those on to you so you can benefit from them as well regarding your leadership development. Wednesdays will be our regularly scheduled blog post. On Thursdays is our strategic leader podcast release. That's going to be on the website and, of course, on iTunes and Stitcher. On Fridays, we're going to be starting something kind of new. We're going to be doing a post every week with some tips and some resources, maybe some articles we found that we really like or other blog post guests that uh, we can bring to you. And also, of course, our weekly recap takes place on those days. Here's the thing. I don't want you to miss anything. I don't want you to miss anything. So I'm going to encourage you right now to go to brianholmes.com and make sure you're subscribed to our email list. We do not spam. We don't barrage you with all kinds of, of things that are unrelated to the purposes for which we, we want to be in relationship with you, and that is to grow your leadership. Right now, we're offering a brand new free course. That's right, a free online video course called The Four Cornerstones for Strategic Living. It is our gift to you for subscribing to our community. We simply want to let you know when posts are coming out. We want to let you know when uh, any new resources that we're releasing are coming out. We especially want to let you know when we're going to be doing events or webinars because uh, we're going to be doing more and more online and live training opportunities during the course of 2016. So go subscribe today, brianholmes.com, and you're going to receive as our free gift to you for subscribing the four cornerstones for strategic living online course. Again, reminding you, brianholmes.com forward slash 117 for the show notes and the questions that we're going over in this episode. I want to leave you with this. I believe that you can have the most wonderful, most significant, most effective year you've ever had in 2016. I really believe that if you and I will make up in our minds and do the work necessary, that we can experience a true breakthrough, breakout, watershed moment kind of a year where the stand, the bar is raised, the, the results are astronomically better, and our impact and our influence in the space we're called to serve is so much more significant. Take time to consider these questions. Make a decision to commit to whatever change is necessary in your life to reframe and redefine what normal is to you. Hey, I'm going to challenge you. Refuse to, to accept the status quo. And let's journey together in this community to become the leaders, the strategic leaders, that God intends for us to be.
Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Strategic Leader Podcast. We trust that this program has added value to your life and to the development of your leadership potential. You can join our growing community of strategic influencers by connecting with us at brianholmes.com and by sharing this podcast with others who are seeking to take their life and leadership to the next level. May God bless you immensely. And until next time, remember this, you are created to lead.